Welcome to Link Educate, a professional development podcast series of interviews with students, young professionals, veterans, and professors of the supply chain industry to discuss how supply chain and logistics has changed in terms of recruiting, training, and more. My name is McKenna Morales, and I am the web editor for both Supply and Demand Chain Executive and Food Logistics magazines. Today, I am sitting down with Penn State student Maggie Dow to discuss the benefits of taking on a supply chain major and why we should expect to see more women joining the industry. So Maggie, let's just talk about the elephant in the room really quick. Why did you decide (laughs) to major in the supply chain? Well, um, the way Penn State does their like business degrees is they require students to take a number of core business classes, including accounting, management, finance, uh, marketing, and supply chain. So I was exposed to it early on in my college career, and I ended up really loving it. I had an amazing professor, and one of the projects we were assigned was to interview like a local business in the supply chain industry, and um, my group ended up picking a local brewery. And we went on a tour there and got to see the production of beer. It was awesome. Um, I never really realized how broad, you know, the industry is yet so essential. Um, I think the introductory supply chain course really was what um, piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. That is something that I think a lot of people don't realize. And they might have only just started to realize now with the coronavirus is that the supply chain is in every single thing that we mm-hmm. like and that we enjoy like even just watching tv there's a whole supply chain that is involved with that yeah yeah mm-hmm. even like the grocery store like s- some people can't get their meat because we p- they just can't reach the demand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree so what are some of your classes like as an undergrad um my supply chain classes involve a lot of SAP, the ERP tool, and case studies that go along with it. Um, I'm actually on track to get my SAP certificate through Penn State. I just need one more class. Um, But aside from that, I've learned about inventory management. My most recent supply chain course focused a lot on um, material requirement planning. And I've also taken numerous project management courses and a portfolio management course where I learned about project planning and execution. Mm -hmm. But I know that your current currently in a, re- uh, not a relationship, sorry, and, 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 and you said you were too, but, but you're currently doing an internship right now. Can you just talk about that? How is your schooling helping you with your internship? Well, um, at my internship, like I mentioned before, we just adopted a new ERP system. And with my exposure to like SAP, I think I kind of had like a leg up here and they really wanted me to like kind of like pioneer this new ARP tool and like put together all these um you know guides for everyone and Mm -hmm. I think that's what helped me best and yeah Mm -hmm. and so we can't like not discuss the coronavirus right now (laughs) because I I am constantly saying how glad I am that I I am not a student at this time and so I can't imagine trying to do your coursework on top of doing an internship while there's a global pandemic going <laughs> on. How, how is that impacting you at all? 
Um, so this past semester, a lot of my classes were on Zoom, actually. So mm -hmm. I didn't see much of a change when we didn't go back after spring break. I would do classes three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or no, I'm sorry, two days a week. I would do classes and then three days a week I would do my internship on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And after my internship, I would just do homework and relax. It was easy because I could honestly roll out of bed and just come over to my computer. And the same thing goes for my classes. I mean, I don't mind doing everything from home. I just miss the human interaction the most. Right. Has your university made a decision about what they're going to do in the fall? Yeah, they go back, which is surprising because of how many students and from everywhere go to Penn State. Right. Oh, yeah. that, that is kind of <laughs> nerve-wracking, but you said that some of your, most of your classes were online. Is that just how the course is set up already? Yeah, so the degree I'm on track to obtain is, uh, it's called the Project and Supply Chain Management degree, mm -hmm. and I'm at a branch campus of Penn State, and the professors who teach the courses teach to a bunch of different branch campuses. Okay. So some kids who are at like Lehigh Valley Penn State are in person or if they're at Scranton they're in person but everyone else is online. It's kind of <laughs> tough. I don't know how I like it because you know I feel like the students who are in person they get a little bit better experience than me on Zoom. <laughs> yeah I, I know a lot of colleges are doing like that branch system the University of Wisconsin is doing that now and I'm like that seems so hard yeah yeah especially like where I go it's a tiny little campus so a lot of the mm -hmm. courses they offer are zoom taught by yeah. professors from other campuses mm -hmm. so does it do like the zoom classes happen in real time then yeah, you, yeah. when I was before like the pandemic happened, uh, they would have uh, specific uh, polycom rooms, they would call them, and that's where I would mm -hmm. go to the class and the video would be on me. I would see the professor up front with all the other videos of everyone else too in real time. That is wild. <laughs> I know, innovative, right? <laughs> and truly, like technology can do anything and that is just like a major part of the supply chain as right? well. As you know, but something that I think is very beneficial, I just think it's really cool that supply chain students have professors that have industry experience. Right. And that probably makes a world of a difference as opposed to like me, my, all my professors, that was their end goal was to become a professor. Yeah. So what has it been like to have teachers that have that industry experience? Um, so this makes me think of my one finance professor and he like worked in the whole finance industry before he taught and he would just relate everything to, you know, like real world experiences. And I think that just helped me learn better. And now that I'm actually in, you know, the real world, you can say it, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely helped. Mm -hmm. And then... With the pandemic, has it helped understanding more since you have a supply chain background? Um, I guess so. Like, I understand 
why there's shortages. Like I was just, um, I wanted a bike for my birthday and you know, <laughs> everyone has been wanting bikes. So like I was looking everywhere and it was just hard because um, companies aren't getting that many shipments. So they're like low on stock. And I just, I don't know, I just connected it to supply chain. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted to exercise because right, yeah. shut down. <laughs> I wanted to get a pair of dumbbells. Like I think it was, late March and everywhere was sold out like it was mm-hmm. crazy That's a- <laughs> <laughs> but then how has the industry and the topics you have covered in school evolved since you first started um I haven't really seen a change since I first started taking supply chain courses which was like um two years ago but I definitely think professors will have to adapt their curriculum to the changes we're seeing with COVID-19 I've been working, well, interning from home since March, like I had mentioned before, and I definitely was not prepared to do so so early on in my career. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll have to teach students to adapt um, more in their careers to these uncertain times. Um, right. That is so important to be flexible, and we're very close in age, so I think that our generation is very good at that <laughs> <laughs> because we grew up with technology. We've always had a phone in our hands. We've always had laptops or tablets. So that transition has been a lot easier for me compared to some of my other coworkers. Definitely. Has that been hard on you at all? Um, so I was like talking with our HR manager and I was telling her, I think I definitely had a leg up here with communication because I grew up texting people I grew Mm. up emailing people facetiming and now that's how we work so Mm. it's definitely not hard for me (laughs) right I think the way that just businesses in general how they're going to operate in the future will change because of this because sure nothing beats face-to-face interaction but the last three months, we have proven that we can still have that through video chats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, one thing, like, I think our CEO mentioned is the only thing he's missing out is, like, that actual face-to-face interaction with clients. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you want, mm-hmm. obviously, but you also want to be safe, Right, too. right. Mm-hmm. So... I know that you're still relatively new to the industry, but what is your favorite part about the supply chain? I think my favorite part has to be how innovative it is, at least from my experiences. Um, These companies in the supply chain industry are always looking ahead towards the future. They want to make business practices easier and more efficient for everyone involved. And now employees are working side by side with robots. It's just amazing the things the industry can accomplish, and it's honestly just the beginning. Right. I feel like growing up, I was always told, like, robots are going to take over. (laughs) Like, there's always, like, those episodes of TV about, like, robots are going to take over, they're going to change everything, and then now they're here, but but a lot of people don't even know about it. Right, and I hate when everyone or people are just like oh robots are gonna take our jobs the way I see it it's they're not gonna take the jobs they're just gonna change the dynamic of jobs right Mm -hmm. right and I think a lot about a lot of that goes with the education about it because 
when you're in a rural area, like the town that I went to college in was only like 9,000 people. So they, <laughs> there is nothing there. And then, so when people heard about the robots, that's what they automatically assumed, but they're not there to take your jobs. They're there to make it so much easier on you. Right. Right. What are you looking to gain out of the industry? Um, so I'm honestly just looking to make a positive difference in the industry. I really want to make an impact on customers, make their lives easier. I really enjoy helping people. And I figured um, this was the best place to do so while still bettering myself along the way. Um, it's not about what I can gain from the industry. I think it's more about what I can do for the industry. Mm-hmm. And as we have learned with this pandemic is that the supply chain is so important. And there's a reason why that supply chain functions and those jo- those jobs were considered essential mm-hmm. during this time because it like makes the world go round. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you think you're gonna get your medicine, right? Right. <laughs> someone has someone has to do it as might as well be you, Maggie. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> um, what predictions do you have for the industry? Um, I think a lot of a lot more people are going to be, you know, working from home, and um, I think the supply chain industry is actually going to benefit from this pandemic because of all the people, um, you know, ordering online. And guess mm-hmm. who has to fulfill those orders? Guess who has to get those orders to your home? The supply chain right. industry. Um, and I think more jobs are going to come about and I hope more people are going to be attracted to it. Yeah, I listened in on a webinar a few weeks ago that said that more people are going to choose jobs that are considered essential or frontline yeah. because they want to continue to have a paycheck in case something like this ever happens right. again. And so I think like maybe not so much like kids that are in elementary school, but like high schoolers, they're de- that is definitely going to change what they're going to go to college for. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Because um, like I was mentioning before, how we kind of share professors through this program I'm in. At mm-hmm. my campus, there's only two of us right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> And it seems like such like a hot career option. Right I yeah, now. No, I don't I don't think a lot of kids are exposed to this. Like before mm-hmm. I got to college, I didn't know what supply chain was, you know. No, and plus like there's so many aspects to the supply chain too. There's right. so many sectors of it and they're not glamorized. So people aren't gonna look like at a warehouse and be like, Oh, it's not sexy enough, I'm not gonna do that. And a lot of it goes into, like, the education, again, the education portion of it and just, like, letting people know, like, hey, no, this is actually very important. Mm-hmm. And rewarding, I think. Very. And I understand that it's hard work, but, like, you, the work that you're doing matters right, right. now. And it will always matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, so, you're mostly working with the ERP systems in your internship right yes and I'm also managing um we have like a pharmacy partner I'm managing the smaller projects um that we have with them and uh doing a lot of 
invoicing to our customers. I'm also working in um, 10,000 feet. That's a resource planning tool. Um, me and my boss, we kind of like pioneered it in our company and we're trying to grow it. Um, I also just got my Smartsheet certification. That's like a project management tool. I really like it. It's comparable to like um, Microsoft Project, but definitely like Smartsheet better. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud-based. <laughs> yeah. So with all the certifications that you're getting, do you think that it's going to be, that will help you as you enter the workforce? Definitely. Um, yesterday I was talking um, with my professor, Justin. Um, mm. He, <clears throat> we were talking about the PMP certificate and there's a CMP certificate. And I had asked him, well, do you think I should get both? And he's like, well, I was, um, I had, I had this role that I was like applying for. And the reason they chose me was because of all the certificates I had. And, you know, I just want to get all that I can. I just want to grab it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause it definitely gives you a leg up, but then it also shows your flexibility that you have a diverse portfolio too. Right. Yeah. Are you, do you think you're going to stick with ERP systems or do you have different goals? Um, Eventually, I would like to manage projects, be mm -hmm. a project manager, you know, um, and that kind of strays away from, you know, the back end of everything, and it's a little bit more client-focused, you know. Right. Is there a particular industry that you're looking for, or does it not really matter? Um, so, my internship, they actually just offered me a position as a project specialist, and I eventually hope to graduate into a project manager. And we're like a materials handling and um, systems integrator. So that's the, kind of the industry I'm in now. Oh, and well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's very exciting. So would that job be lined up right away when you graduate? Too? Yeah, so they offered it to me in May, and I'll start as soon as I graduate. So I'll start like January 1st or something like that. That's incredible. That's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> and those certificates, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that it's funny because your this podcast will actually go live before the one with Justin, but Maggie is a student of Justin Goldston's who will be featured on our podcast series later on. And you said that you're currently working on a TED talk with him. Are you able to talk about that at all? Yeah, so the we actually kind of just kicked off the project. Um, I'll be the project manager for that with um, Justin's support. Um, and it's, it's the date is March 27th of next year. Uh, the topic is the young, the undiscovered. And we kind of spun it around. So it's like, um, we are the young, we are the undiscovered, we are Penn State, because, you know, yeah. we are Penn State. Um, as of right now, it's very early in the stages. Um, the project team is really only four of us. It's Justin, two other students, and myself. Uh, we actually have a meeting later today. Um, we have, I think right now, three speakers lined up so far. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. That's so cool. And to do that so young. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he emailed me over... Uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh my god, I need to do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just such a good opportunity to, oh, I hate that, I'm sorry, <laughs> but just like, when you, when you get those, it's hard to say no to it, right. especially being so young, and being like, 
a millennial or a Gen Z, everybody has that like preconception that we're lazy. And that's not true because everyone that I know that is around our age are just like the hardest working people. I agree. I agree. And for our listeners, it is currently 5.30 Maggie's time and she has been working all day and still decided to do this (laughs) podcast with me. So it just goes to show that we are seeking every opportunity that we can just to better grow our careers too. Yeah. But then how is it for you? Because the supply chain is a very male dominated industry and you're a very young woman. How is that going in? Well, my team, like my project management team, I am the only girl on it. And like at first Mm -hmm. I was so intimidated because it's all these older men. My boss is a man. All our um, executives are men. But, you know, I really haven't seen any like gender bias. Like, I feel like I am just as important as them, even though I'm just an intern right now. But once I become a project manager, my opinion will matter just as much. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm always like, oh, my God, like, I'm on these meetings with all these guys, and it's just me. I'm a 21-year-old girl. Like, <laughs> do they care what I say? But they do. They definitely do. Well, I, I think that is also just, like, such a misconception is that people, that interns are there to just do, like, the the worst kind of work, like the busy work that nobody wants to do, but they are essential to these operations because they have that new industry knowledge. They have the schooling that a lot of like the older workers don't have. And it can really like open their eyes to what's out there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My boss is always checking back to me. He's always like, do you feel like the work you're doing means something? I'm like, yes, yes, I, I really do. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a really good boss. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> but where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, so I want to finish my degree, which will be within the next six months. I want to get my PMP, like I mentioned before. Um, I think I'm going to stick with Pulse for a while. I, I really like it. And um, they've been around since the 70s, but my um, the one executive always says we're a 50-year-old startup because we're just like, <laughs> we're just getting into everything. We just uh, launched the ERP, uh, just, you know, growing our company. And we finally have over 70 employees. So, yeah, mm. I'm just, I, I want to grow with them and see where it goes. That's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Check back every Thursday for a new episode of Link Educate.